We have entered the age of fantasy politics, when candidates from both parties parade promises for a better future before a public that recognizes somewhere deep down that it's all really just a show, a ritual, a way to get the blood flowing. No one believes the promises anymore, a solution to the student debt crisis, a way to end the public debt crisis, health care reform for real, Climate change legislation, finally, tax reform, tariff reform, bridges that aren't crumbling, an education system to be proud of, again. But elections are scheduled, and one side has got to win, and usually that's the side that embraces the fantasy more firmly than the other. So both sides work hard to believe. Both sides shut their eyes and dream. This is not to say with Nader that there isn't a dime's worth of difference between the two parties. There plainly is, in important areas at least, if not in enough areas. And it's not to say that there isn't a reason to fight for one side over the other, at least with the presidency. The Supreme Court is reason enough. But it is to say that a basic idea of a representative democracy one that argues over fundamental choices of policy through the battle between differently committed representatives is not the reality of our democracy anymore. We've settled into what Francis Fukuyama calls a vitocracy, where change of almost any kind, whether from the right or the left, is practically always stopped. It is not hard to see why, even if it is easy to be confused about why. Some say it is polarization, and it is in part, but the polarization that we can fix is just a symptom of a much deeper problem. Some say it's gerrymandering, and again, in part it is, but fixing gerrymandering before we address this deeper problem won't fix anything. Some say it is the inevitable consequence of a plutocracy, as if the inability to act at all is bias in favor of one side. Sometimes it is, but in this case, it is not. The problem of America is not capture. The problem of America is collapse, a collapse in the ability to govern because of the corrupting influence of money in campaigns. Because of this influence, not only this, but this first, we have lost the ability to rule. The steering wheel has detached from the axle, Regardless of which direction the people turn, the bus trundles on, oblivious. And as it does, confidence in the institution of Congress collapses. In no institution identified by Gallup did Americans show less confidence in June 2015. In the PDF to this book, you can see the chart from Gallup listing the public confidence in major institutions. And who would say that America was being unfair to its core representative body. We are a nation that gives billions in subsidies to one of the world's most profitable industries, oil. We give the middle class and the rich a tax deduction for mortgage interest, but not for interest on credit cards. Our government spends billions buying drugs for the elderly and for some covered by Obamacare, but by law it's not permitted to negotiate with drug companies for lower prices. We subsidize the production of unhealthy food, high fructose corn syrup, but not fruits or vegetables. Our tax system gives one of its lowest rates to its richest taxpayers, hedge fund managers, 
We spend billions to buy weapons for a kind of war that our nation will never see again. We run a farm subsidy program in which the biggest and richest 10% get almost 70% of the subsidies. We subsidize flood insurance for the owners of beach houses. And these are just the small things. As well as these, we are a nation yet to pass federal legislation addressing climate change, yet to rationalize an insanely complicated tax system, yet to confront sensibly the high cost of health care, yet to reform the banking industry in a way that would avoid the kind of collapse of 2008, yet to even acknowledge the long-term costs of endless debt, and yet to find a way to speak sensibly about a defense budget that seems only ever to grow. We are a bipolar nation, on the one hand with the most creative and innovative people anywhere, and with the world's most generous middle class. On the other hand, with a government in collapse, filled with leaders who can do nothing more than to position for the next election.